0: to another episode of mic Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Bam. Welcome in big country. Uh, football on last night. We're also going to get to a lot of NBA talk. Training camp starts today. We have some players reporting. We have some players not reporting, and we're also going to get to our awards for uh, the NFL season. Not that's wrong. Uh, the week. Three NFL awards, uh, giving out our Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, Rookies. I'm struggling to talk today. You are still... I feel 100%. What are you talking about? I
1: don't sound nasally at all.
0: Well, you're on cup of coffee number two today, so I guess Trying to that... get
1: this brain firing on all cylinders. What bub. do you think I would be like on coffee? Uh, the same way you are on Bang. Like you <laughs> just, just so damn jittery, you don't know what to do with yourself. So you just yeah. start like beating everything like to a tune. Yep. Yeah, I real hand tapping. Yep, I like, hear. You need to correct. have a, like a soundboard that you can just, you need to like, you go Kanye mode, like there's a beat, I'm going to start playing it. Like <laughs> You just need to have one of those because you could make like two or three beats a day. And then just start selling them. Bro, you could be a music producer and you don't even know and it.
0: And then I, you know, introduce myself to people and like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm a beat maker. Mm, I, I make that. beats, <laughs> not the headphones, the music. Mm. You That's know that song that
1: you like? I did
0: that. <laughs> That's my song. That's mush I did that. Um, last night we had the Cowboys and the Eagles playing though, and uh, boy do I look silly for some of my strong <laughs> Eagles takes early on in the season. I bought into the hype a little too much. I, I even told our listeners I will pull one eighty on somebody like Nick Sirianni. He got hired and it was like, what the hell are the Eagles doing? Then everybody started piling on this dude, and I heel turned and was like, you know what? He's gonna get my support. I don't He's know gonna about that. He's going to get your what? support. Okay. I don't know about that anymore. It, it didn't look good last after night. After one game? After two games. Okay. I thought they looked really bad against Dallas. Like I, a lot of people are speaking positively for the Cowboys. I don't know if this is a like a good win for the Cowboys or if this is just the Eagles being the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I mean they didn't he didn't have any time to throw it felt like and they weren't running the ball very much I mean, even watching the Manny cast like that's something they talked about mm-hmm. was like hey why are you not running the football here? Like you got to be able to set the running game because the defensive linemen for the Cowboys are not very big. They're fast and they're quick, but you should be able to push them around and get some type of running game going, and then you can get Jalen Hurts outside of the pocket on some of those bootlegs yeah. throws. Use his legs to an advantage, and didn't feel like they really
0: did that. And have the you, Cowboys. Oh, have you box score scouted this game yet? I have not. I was doing it a little bit this morning. And I remember the Mannings talking about, like, man, they didn't even run the ball very much. How many carries do you think their running backs took last night? Um, I think I maybe saw that they had, like, 15. 15 carries for the running backs? You're way off. The running backs for the Philadelphia Eagles had three carries last night. Oh, my God. Three. Jalen Hurts took nine. They had 12 total rushing attempts. Miles Sanders had two carries last night.
1: So running backs in totals had 3, not the team total.
0: So that's yeah, what I team was,
1: Total is still 12, which is
0: very bad. But yeah, their running backs saw 3 carries last night. How can How can that even happen? Like That that doesn't happen on Madden. That's like the most Andy Reid
1: thing ever. Like, uh, we (laughs) just forgot to run the ball. (laughs)
0: Shoot, yeah, that's uh, my bad. We didn't really (laughs) get them involved. Uh, I can't believe that might be the lowest total I've ever seen. And obviously, like, Jalen Hurts takes a lot of designed runs. He had nine carries. So, like, the 12 is low, but it doesn't seem that crazy. But the fact that your running backs only took three carries. Like, Miles Sanders ripped one off for 24 yards. And then we said we're it not going to do that couldn't anymore. Couldn't even <laughs> get him in a rhythm at all. It's uh, Kenny Gainwell takes another carry. He had one carry for two yards. I, and I get you know you're kind of you're playing down a little bit in this game. It started off and looked really good. Seven seven uh, Cowboys leading going into halftime twenty to seven. So I guess you have to throw the ball a little bit. But I mean, my gosh, keep them honest at least. <laughs>
1: I mean, you have your Los
0: Angeles gets one run for twenty four yards. That was cool. Yeah.
1: But we won't get to see that again. You're right, I hope right, you, you enjoyed it. Not getting another one. Dude looked <laughs> at his, his run plays and said, nah, we're done with those. Those aren't very fun.
0: Yeah. It, it was a fun game last night, though. And, again, uh, I watched the Manning telecast. Still great. I mean, I, they're just they're getting better every week. And I feel like they're getting more comfortable. Uh, that's
1: it. what I was going to say, especially with Eli. Like, mm-hmm. he gets up and he's like, hey, Pate, like, check this out. And then he starts doing, like, the hip thrusts. And the
0: hips can't lie, like Shakira. Uh-huh. That's hysterical. And when he did that, I noticed, like, he's not wearing shoes. I don't know why I found that so funny. Like, he just had his socks on. But he's, like, he's at home in his own basement by the golf simulator. I think
1: that happened at the very end where Peyton Manning brought it up, and he was like, hey, like, do you not have shoes on? And he pulls his feet up. He's like, "No, man, I'm in my socks. Like I'm at home watching the football game. I don't watch football games with my shoes on."
0: You know he has a wife that's like, "Your shoes go in this designated spot." Oh, one hundred percent. You you do not wear your shoes. And you can in this see house. the
1: look on Peyton's face, like, "Why in the world am I wearing shoes right now? Uh-huh. Like, ain't no one looking at my feet." And even
0: at the beginning, <laughs> I thought no they one. were good. God, ain't, look, <laughs> ain't no one looking. <laughs> at the beginning, when uh, I don't even remember what happened, but Peyton Manning throws his arms in the air. And I feel like everybody watching was like, ooh, sweat stain, like a little (laughs) sweaty. It happens to all of us. But Eli to point it out and be like, hey, keep your arms down next time. It's just, it, it really, it's great content that they're putting out there. And it's also like, you know, it's good football too like it's funny stuff mm-hmm. that we're you know kind of laughing at but it's also it's it's really good football content i like peyton just being pissed off that they're not calling the timeout <laughs> yeah they're timeout over. mike <laughs> <laughs> so i i love it and i'm gonna miss it because they're going on like a three-week break i
1: think it's week seven is that what they said
0: yeah they come back week seven and then they go week eight for chiefs giants so yep. god i hope that's a win but uh I mean, the
1: way things are looking right now, I don't
0: know. They got Josh yeah, Gordon. Well,
1: let's be excited about
0: that. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. A lot of people, at least in our area and on my Twitter, are talking about the signing of Josh Gordon. And it's interesting that this time around it's my team because I've had the same stance on Josh Gordon for the last, like, four or five teams. Yeah. I will start paying attention to him when he plays. Yep. And, I mean, I know that we can talk about what he did – um what was like his second year in the league?
1: Yeah, for the Browns. He's thirty years old
0: right now. Yeah, I mean that was like two thousand twelve. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. Like No, I'm not excited about what could possibly be. And I I
1: understand it's like the low risk. Like if you don't get anything out of him, it's fine. It's like, okay, that's cool. But like receiver wise, we know the issue. It's Mm -hmm. Demarcus Robinson. He's not (laughs) a number two receiver. Now he's the third target, but he's a number two receiver. Where's McCole Hardman? Why is Byron Pringle not out there more? Like That's the like what it just irritates me about this. And then everyone's going to be like, why don't they add a defensive player? The defense, yeah, it hasn't been good, but they're not the one turning the ball over four out of five drives. That is your offense. <laughs> and now we're going to see him be like, let's get Josh Gordon because that's going to make a huge difference. The I win understand was the last- bringing
0: in Josh Gordon, but like, the last time he was good in the NFL was 2013. I, actually, I pulled it up and I looked. He has had... One amazing season, and it was in 2013. He had 87 catches for 1600 yards and nine touchdowns with the Cleveland Browns. He was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been good since then. Uh, going back to 2019, he played 11 games in the league. He had 27 catches, 400 yards, a touchdown. Yep. And hey, I
1: mean, he's been kicked out of the league and allowed back in like what three times, sent four. Yeah
0: i I feel like every couple months, it's like Josh Gordon has been reinstated. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, like it, it I, sucks this is, I've
1: never been this person that's like, why in the world would you do this if you're the Chiefs? It's like, okay, hey, I kind of see what they're doing here. This is what needs to happen. And I see it a little bit, but like, I just feel like this is another one of those storylines that people can look at the Chiefs and go, look at that. They take in another troubled player.
0: Yeah. And with this one, I don't even know why it, it continues to be a storyline with Josh Gordon. It honestly, it shouldn't like, I understand what the chiefs are doing of like, try to pick up a guy, very low risk. Maybe he makes your roster. Maybe he doesn't, whatever you've decided to sign him, but it's, it's almost stupid that it's like something that we have to talk about. Yeah. Like if they signed some other shitty receiver, we wouldn't be like, Oh, have to spend time on this. But I know like people probably want to hear our take on it. My take is it's pretty irrelevant right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, when I see it, when I see his production and the impact he can make on this offense, then I'll believe it. Even because right before now. then I've been believing everybody <laughs> before I've seen uh
0: LeVeon Bell yep. last year. I was everybody like, was like let's go. That
1: like that's what they need. They need a little a guy who can, you know, go up to the offensive line, stop the play, find the hole and hit it, and then be a factor in the passing. There's game.
0: a corner in the last couple uh, of years. Darrell Rivas was another guy. Oh, there. that was way back then. Yeah. There, I, I was just somebody like, let's else. go.
1: That's the difference this defense needs because our corners suck. I watched that dude just let the Chiefs lose in the playoffs against the Titans. Third and <laughs> yeah. ten, there goes Derrick Kennedy. Like, Revis is just like, nah, I don't feel like tackling him. Yeah. Last game of his career. Like, F you, dude.
0: Yeah, there's just been so many. And, you know, it's it's another fun kind of running joke with the Chiefs. Watch for when somebody becomes a free agent. Because Chiefs Twitter will always react to like, Every oh, we have to time. bring in this guy. This is why he's a perfect fit. Every single player. It doesn't matter. It could be a quarterback. And they'd be like, this is what's going to help our offense. And Patrick Mahomes, like, shut up. Like, yeah. you guys are so annoying. You're ruining <laughs> this. And there was the huge fight, too. I didn't see this until yesterday that we were done recording. There's a huge brawl at Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. And at the game. Yep. So Like, Chiefs fans. I've I'm also, one of them. They're maybe one of the worst fan bases. I've also the
1: learned the guy that got knocked the F out is from our area that we grew up in. No, really? I swear to God. The town that your ex-wife is from. Lamar, Missouri. I didn't. Okay, we want to put that out there. Go figure. He's from Lamar. Apparently, he had that that Bank and Trust uh, hat on and was rocking some type of, like, brotherhood shirt, I believe. This is what one Mm -hmm. of my buddies pointed out to me. I want to go look to verify myself, Uh but rumors have it, this man is from old Lamar, Missouri, and he got knocked the fuck
0: out. That kind of changes my whole perception of the fight. It's probably
1: like, <laughs> hey, he probably deserved it. He probably thought he was hot <laughs> shit in there just running his mouth, know saying something. I a lot something. of people
0: from that town don't like a lot exactly. of Exactly,
1: <laughs> and it's just like, okay, man, you're going to watch in here thinking you're all that, and then these guys are like, uh-uh. It was the fact that the one guy that got knocked out, the kid comes out of nowhere and just— clocks him yeah that's a tough scene and he goes out and then there's a guy on the lower level it's like oh we're we're punching people now and then there's a guy that's like leaning down over him mm-hmm. and once he once he realized oh we're punching people he went to town
0: too and then the brawl just went off from I there i saw a facebook post so it must be pretty close to home for us <laughs> uh, i did see a facebook post of somebody saying like people were coming from all over to join in yeah. Like, coming from different sections to, like, throw haymakers. I'm sure tempers were a shitty were person. Hide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they were, too, with the Chiefs getting their ass kicked. It felt like it was late in the game. I think the At, game— You know what? At any point in the game, Chiefs fans
1: were probably mad. It was probably, like, right when they scored to go up. Like, when they made it 30-24 to 24 and the Chiefs were going to have the ball one last time, and it was like, oh, we're pissed. This guy's been running his mouth enough. That's it. But it was Chiefs fans versus Chiefs fans. It wasn't—I don't think yeah, there I were know. any Chargers fans involved whatsoever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably, I mean, they're just Cali bros. They're so too relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, we don't do that. Nah, bro, this
1: is nice, man. That Justin Herbert dude, He freaking slinged that shit, man. Yeah, but
0: one hell of a, a Chiefs fight. I do um, guilty pleasure. I like seeing those. Like, it's not something we should do. It's not something I root for. Mm. But if there's a fight in the stadium, I want to see We're them. not promoting it, but mm. if there is but go one, ahead and tag me in it. Yeah, let me see it. Let me Absolutely. see what happens. Because uh,
1: I kind of want to break down, like, the who came
0: out well, of do nowhere. do you remember the Rams one from, I think it was the preseason? It was, like, these two dudes fight, and then we, like, get more video that it was actually this lady that started Oh, that was all the Dodgers game.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, the Dodgers
0: and, game in L.A. It, and the lady
1: that's, like, two rows behind just throws her cup, and then she's like, oh, my God, stop it. Why are you pushing me? <laughs> why am I involved? Like, you threw a fucking 44-ounce <laughs> cup and got a guy knocked out. That's why.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I am, uh... Man, that's like what makes that. some people the
1: worst. <laughs> Especially, like... At college parties, like, girls are the worst, too. Because they'll be just like, oh, my God, we're going to have so much fun. Let's just throw cups across the bar. What? And swear to God. And it's like stop, I I bought that for you. And it's like, we're just having fun. And then they throw it, and then people are getting pissed and cups are flying. So, of course, they come to the big guy that's standing there. I have
0: like, never been with a group of people who are I just might, like, let's oh, throw cups across I'll just be honest. It was my ex-girlfriend. I can tell by and that. And I was just your...
1: like, I'm going to be the one that gets in the fight. And she's like, you're fine. Stop it. Yeah. Guess who almost I'll got in the fight. say something. No, she no, freaking <laughs> darts away. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's be better than that.
0: Let's be better than that. Uh, also, on the Manning telecast last night, uh, they had some good guests. Uh, Matt Stafford, I thought he was okay, uh, but the big one I think was LeBron James going on there. And obviously, LeBron played some high school football. He was very good when he was playing, but wisely took the NBA career yeah. path. I do think that he was on there last night, kind of like trying to prove that he was a football guy. <laughs> There's even one did point. Did you get annoyed with it? I did. It's like, dude, you don't you have would. to be everything. Like, yeah. you're really good at basketball. One of the greatest. The second best, actually. And, like, I know he was good at football, but he was even trying to break down a play at the goal line. And they are like, all right, LeBron, break this down for us. Like, it was almost planned or something. Uh-huh. And he said they ran a draw. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. It was It was just a dive. But, I mean, he I'm, was definitely trying to, like, prove that he knew a lot. And I'm sure that, like, if you got him in a room with other basketball players— probably knows a lot more than most of them. Yeah. But he don't, like, you don't have to be the X's and O's guy. Talk to me about Space Jam or like, what the Lakers are going to be like this year. That probably would have been a lot better.
1: I do know mm-hmm. what you mean, though, because I guess I never really looked at it that way. But that makes sense, because mm-hmm. there were times where he was just trying to break something down in a way of, like, please reassure me that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And you could almost kind of tell that Peyton and Eli were uh, so I guess that's what we're It'd doing. you like
0: me and you going on a baseball show or game yeah and they being like hey break down what you think the pitcher's doing here it's like oh well actually i've never pitched at a high level so let me just fucking guess yeah let me go ahead so he's got his (laughs) foot right there on the rubber digs (laughs) it
1: in a little extra grip he gets that knee up he probably could have got a little higher to gain more momentum and then when he goes forward we want to see that toe pointed just a tad Mm -hmm. bit more but man like look at the way the energy just transfers from his right leg all the way to his left leg and that arm just comes flying in that's what you love to see. And yeah. They're gonna be like, "Damn!" I'm like, "Dude, that's the most basic breakdown of anything," and I right. gave you no information yeah. whatsoever.
0: Now, do I think LeBron could have been very good at football? Yep, I do. And I know that sometimes I come across as a LeBron hater. I'm actually not. I do stand by my point that I do think he's number two. For some reason, people take that as an insult. Number two, as in what? All time. Okay. I don't want to have the Jordan LeBron. No, I just I'm sure
1: some people listening might not be familiar with that. Yeah. So.
0: But I I do, but so many people take that as an insult. It's like, out of all the players I've ever seen play, I think he is the undisputed number two overall. (laughs) And people are like, oh my God, you're crazy. That is a huge compliment, I think.
1: I used to be that way, and since then, once once I heard that that was your mindset with it, I was like, okay. I can
0: respect that. Yeah, that's a weird debate. But because it's also
1: a generational thing, too. It, it, like, you grew so. up watching Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Your, mem- your best memories of basketball are watching him succeed and have success with the Bulls and everything that was there. And then you got to see LeBron come up from high school. Yep. Everything from him being poor to driving around in Escalades and now being in the NBA and with Cleveland. So you've seen all the ups and downs of that. And for me, it's like I never saw anything of Michael Jordan. I only heard the you watch story.
0: Space Jam, and you're like, that guy's a pretty good actor.
1: I yeah, bet he'd be good I was good like, at wow, <laughs> he can really stretch his arm. That's insane. I bet I can, do." This can't baseball
0: too. player's so good at basketball. <laughs> he should go back so, to trying
1: So, I always heard about Michael Jordan, but, like, I never got to see it in person. And then with LeBron James, like, I've always seen that. Like, I've always watched him just be able to take over basketball games. So, again, generationally, that's, like, that's the best basketball player because I've seen him do that. And with Michael, I've only heard about it. Which, yeah. when you look at the stats, you see
0: everything that's there but well I think it's similar obviously it's a very popular debate It's very similar to like the football world when I was growing up everybody used to tell me how great Walter Payton was mm-hmm. but I never got to see him play I was yeah. too young but even when I was growing up it's like oh Walter Payton's the best running back of all time but then I would watch like Barry Sanders play and you're like you're telling me there's a guy who's better than Barry Sanders yeah I running back and like for me I just couldn't believe it. it's like there's no way this is the best thing I've ever seen but with LeBron, uh, he did mention how there were a couple coaches that have reached out to him over the years. Obviously, there was an NBA lockout season where they thought that you know maybe take a chance, mm-hmm. and so like the Cowboys and the Seahawks were two teams that he mentioned. I do think that he would have been a very good football player had he taken that. And that's
1: around. when he had just went to Miami. So I bet if they would have got him before he went to Miami, there's a I mean, possibility. He was still like in his prime. Like yeah. obviously he's old now. Yeah. But like, when he left Cleveland, like you could tell it was just like, man, i got
0: to go somewhere to win. God, he was big then, too. Yeah. like He slimmed down a lot throughout. That
1: second or third year in Miami, he really did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, when
0: he left Cleveland, he was still probably 6'8", 250, 260. Probably.
1: And he, he was big when he started in Miami because they had to play him in the post because they didn't have another big guy outside of Chris Bosh. I'm a Heat fan, mm-hmm. so I'm coming off super knowledgeable about this. I don't mean to be annoying. But it was that point because I, the year that he won the championship. <laughs> I think that
0: statement is great. I'm coming off super knowledgeable. That was a
1: douchey thing for me to say. That was. That that was really douchey. So, first off, I apologize. But, two, I know what I'm talking about. So, suck it. Pick a nut. Left one or right one. There you go. Oh, (laughs) But it was like, that would have been the point because the year that they won the championship and they beat OKC, that
0: was a lockout year where they only played from, like, Mm -hmm. December on. So, yeah, that would have been the year. I do think, like, just putting them out wide. I know a lot of people were even, say, like, tight end. (laughs) (laughs) That was wide so receiver of me to say? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm coming off as super knowledgeable. Yeah. I apologize.
1: <laughs> I meant to be like, Mr. Know It All, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not how it came off. It did not at all. Like, uh, hey, I'm smarter than
1: you. So you just shut up and listen. How about that? <laughs>
0: right. I'm a Heat fan. I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's going to be someone that
1: comes out and they're like, bro, you're actually wrong. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like,
0: they had this guy and this guy. <laughs> Go back to talking about your cousin, Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> hey. Yep, that was there's no <laughs> hay about yep, it. Right. That was it. Yeah. It did get me to thinking about other guys that probably could have played uh, football or other sports. So LeBron, I do think that he could have. I know a lot of people do make the argument of like he's so soft in the NBA and I get it, but I do think that like you go back to sophomore in high school LeBron James mm-hmm. and he decides I'm going to play football. I think that mentality is different. And I don't know that he is soft or if it's the I want to get attention. I want that flu game moment of, "Look at me, I'm hurt, but I'm still going to play." Yeah. And like obviously the, the l- flopping, I have a problem with the flopping. He's trying to get calls so I get that. I don't chalk that up to him being soft. I think he could have been a great football player. Uh, but other guys like I always wondered if Shaq played football. I I know looking at LeBron, he's such a great athlete. Shaq is so big. 7 foot 1. We've never seen anything like that on the football field. I don't know if you play him at tight end or if you play him at left tackle, but he's so quick, too, with his yeah. feet. I think we underestimate how quick, how fast these NBA players are.
1: 100%, because they're all – it's kind of like with you know football. It's like everyone at that level is nearly on the same athletic mm-hmm. ability. It's just the mentals that kind of get you over the edge. And the Same thing with basketball. Like They're just all so athletic that they kind of look like they're moving at the same speed. Like, when you see a guy like a Russell Westbrook or a John Wall just take off, it's like, oh, my God, especially in person. And the big guys, they're getting down the floor, too. Their just legs are longer, so their strides, you know, it's like, man, that's taking a little bit. It's like, no, they're freaking hauling ass. Yeah, and to like have watching the, like watching
0: my daughter run. <laughs> I have very tall daughters. You do. They don't look fast. And then I see them run with kids that are their age, and I'm like, oh, maybe there is a little more athletic ability <laughs> at here than go. I thought. <laughs> very critical of that athletic ability. <laughs> But I I think you're right with a lot of those guys. And I think it's assumed if you play in the NFL that you're fast, which is a safe assumption. Yeah. But I think it's also pretty true for most of these guys in the NBA, even including, you know, Shaq. Charles Barkley was always one at Auburn, Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, this guy kind of has a football body. Yeah. And so he was another one that when I was a kid, before obviously the like 350 pound Barkley that we see on NBA (laughs) now, (laughs) a little bit uh, out of shape. But I back in the day, I mean, he was just so thickly built. And those arms, those long-ass arms. Yeah. That, I, do you play him at tight end or defensive end, whatever it is? Those uh, That NBA on TNT crew, they could have been some amazing football
1: <laughs> players. It would have been insane to watch a guy like Barkley go, though, because he was so physical yeah. playing basketball. And, like, you just put mm-hmm. him in well, both a of helmet them. and pads. Like, yeah, whew. they seem
0: so much stronger than everybody else on the basketball court. Shaq would have had to play offensive line, right? Like, they wouldn't have put
1: him at tight end.
0: I don't I don't think he would have been quick enough to play. Like, even his tighter.
1: hand size. Like, that dude probably holds the NFL ball, the Duke. Like, I hold a kid's football. Yeah. Like, I'm talking maybe the three-inch one where, like, my hand wraps all the way around. And I was like, bro, this is cool. Clip that one out. That's Shaq.
0: <laughs> man. All-time quotable <laughs> show from you today. Uh, yeah, that three-inch one, though. Your hand just wraps right around it. Football. Yeah, three-inch mm-hmm. football. Do whatever you want with that one. Times, yeah, damn it. No, Doc, he said things. I can't. I, I'm who not going to go other guys, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> some other guys? God damn it. Who some other guys that you think probably could have played in a different sport? I, I had some other ones up here, too. Tom Brady, obviously, he was drafted to play baseball. Mm-hmm. I it do could one, have been really good. I think that, like, his mentality. Because he was a catcher, so, yeah. like, Exactly what you're and saying. knowledge, mm-hmm. too. Like, I think that he probably could have played a lot of different sports. <laughs> that mentality of catcher would have been fucking terrifying.
1: you <laughs> would be sitting there, a guy throws a guy at a Tom Brady throws a guy at a second. And he goes, like, let's fucking go. Uh. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs>
0: Calm down, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would have brought the bat flip to baseball had he gone that way. One hundred percent. not? I don't think it would big. have been a
1: bat flip. I think he would have just thrown it down.
0: Like, I know that we look at him, and he's like an average-sized quarterback. But at six four two twenty, that's a good size. And catcher. he has very long arms. Mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. he's a super lengthy person. I don't think a lot of people realize like how skinny and lengthy. It. Like another guy's Alex Smith. The first time I ever saw him in person, I was like, whoa, this guy's an NFL quarterback. Dude looks like a freaking stick. He oh, just really? Shredded out of his <laughs> mind. Yeah. Yeah, uh, guys that I had though that could have played uh, different sports: Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. I feel like those are pretty. Basic yeah, the baseball of, guys. Yeah, the baseball ones, and then for basketball, I picked Russell Westbrook. I think that dude could have been a tremendous safety in the NFL. I, he, I think he is one
0: of the fastest professional athletes out there. I mean, and I say this as like, a guy who doesn't actually like him. You don't like him at all. I don't. But you
1: think. Uh,
0: go ahead. Sorry. Incredibly athletic, super fast, that burst. Play him at receiver or corner. Even his feet are great. I, I think that he would be an outstanding football player.
1: A guy that we didn't even name or have either on a list on either of us. The Greek Freak, dude would have been would be a tremendous receiver. Yeah, he's just so lanky. Six eleven, two forty. You're never throwing a ball out of bounds. You think you're throwing a ball away? Mm-mm, that's just for the Greek yeah. Freak. Yeah,
0: he would almost have to be like a red zone target. Man, I just put him in receiving and be like, just run down the field. Yeah. Like, to they're, they're like, three you can't put him in the middle. That's uh-uh. such a big target to just. I and mean, you're throwing nothing but low. jump balls.
1: I mean, they're going to put three people to to guard him. Awesome. The
0: whoever no name guys is across the middle of the field is going to get the ball and go. Yeah. Good. I mean, look back at the guys like Antonio Gates yeah. and Tony Gonzalez. It's like, look at them. They're just boxing out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they couldn't average 20 rebounds a game. Uh, Giannis can. <laughs>
1: exactly. I think that would be really cool. Another guy that I had on here was Tony Romo. This is a guy that said he could have played any sport if he would have put his mind to it. Basketball, he was really good at that. They know he's really good at golf. But he ended up picking football, What went undrafted, and then becomes the franchise quarterback for the Cowboys mm-hmm. for over 10 years. Yeah. And then for and people to be like, he could have played golfer. basketball, that's nuts. Like I don't know if I believe that. They said his ball handling was insane. Mm-hmm. That's what they say, though. I don't yeah. know if I believe I mean, it. you
0: also said you could run four seven forty. Whoa. Sub-5, yeah. Yeah. Uh, four, seven. I got crazy. I could, I, <laughs> right. But I could run it in 35 uh, now, yards. I do agree with – think so? I'm, I've got time. <laughs> got, let me train, dog.
1: <laughs> I need to stop running my mouth. I know. Like, like you, I'm not you, in any condition to go do especially today. Like, I just feel like I got snot running out my nose. <laughs> I don't. I do don't,
0: think Tony but. Romo could be uh, a pro golfer. He's still very good. And I do think that if he dedicated all his time to that when he was younger, uh, he definitely, he probably could have. Uh, But last little bit of NFL news Uh, we talked about the rookie quarterbacks, them struggling yesterday. And then Nagy with the Bears comes out and says, like, they're considering playing all three, or they're looking at all three to see who could potentially be the starter here. I know a lot of people had strong takes on him yesterday. I, I think that it was um, um, I can't, Orlovsky who was like, you got to fire this guy. Yeah. I'm actually – now I'm there. I yeah. agree.
1: I mean, when, if you play the Madden storyline as like a franchise or the quarterback, whatever, you get to a point where you're asked a series of questions in a press conference. And if you pick the wrong one, you kind of lose points and it hurts your team. That's exactly what Matt Nagy did here. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out of all the four answers that are given to you as an option, mm-hmm. you picked the worst fucking one there. Yeah. Because you thought, I'm going to be an entertainer. No, you're a freaking idiot. And your offense scored was, what,
0: 46 yards of total offense? Yeah. And that even if is it's a little bit awful. of coach speak of, like, oh, we're considering every guy. That's
1: not coach. That's just dumbass speak mm-hmm. in my mind.
0: Yeah, I I think it hurts your rookie quarterback. And that's why if I were the Chicago Bears management I'm sitting there thinking, this guy's actually not good for our quarterback that we just invested a lot into to trade up and get him. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm kind of on the, you should probably just let him go. Just fire him. He's not helping Justin Fields at all. Fields is your future. Like, regardless of how you think he played in week one or last week, uh, he's going to be your quarterback there for two to three years.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Andy Dalton knows that. Nick Foles knows that. Mm -hmm. So you think they're hearing this like, whoa, why in the world are we going to play now? Nick Foles is
0: like, man, I thought I was just going to cash this check and not play. Exactly. Oh, you're like, don't put me in there. I will throw interceptions on purpose.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it just, it sucks for for Justin Fields to have to hear this. It's like, okay, wait, of the other two guys still have options. Maybe just give me more opportunities that are better suited
0: for us to succeed. Hopefully, you know, there's at least some discussion behind closed doors with Justin Fields. Between Uh, the other quarterbacks or like? With Nagy and Fields. Like, hey, you're still our guy, but, you know, every week's a competition. We're just trying to get the most out of it. Because it did kind of come off as, like, I didn't like the way Justin Fields played. We're going to consider the other guys.
1: You didn't like – I mean, you said the same thing about Mitchell Trubisky. So, now it's made me wonder, like, can you guys not evaluate quarterbacks or can you not play call for the quarterbacks that you have? Because, I mean, it was the same thing with Mitchell Trubisky. That one, he was an all-pro. Like, he was running so many bootlegs. You know, the play action get out of the pocket, make a throw on the run, use your legs, be a factor. And Bears fans like, oh, my God, we got a guy. Look at this. Trubisky's the dude. And then all of a sudden, no, we're just going to throw from the pocket, and you're going to make your reads, and that's how we're going to succeed. And it didn't work out, and then everyone just started shitting on Trubisky, which is fair to a point. But now if we see the same thing with Justin Fields, maybe it's the guy who's calling plays. Maybe he's the mm-hmm. reason. Yeah.
0: It, I I feel like you were a little bit of a Nagy supporter I, coming it, from Kansas City, right? I, I definitely – I mean, no, like
1: last season I was defending Nagy and be like, hey, it's it's hard to, to call a successful game plan and be a coach when your playmakers – or quarterback, quarterback, quarterback can't make the reads and throws that he needs to. But now it's like you come out here with Justin Fields as a rookie and you score less than 50 yards, get 50 at – God bless it. I'm driving myself insane. and you get Throw for less than 50 yards? Yes, thank you. Of total offense, not even throw, just total offense is less than 50. Yeah, I
0: think sometimes coaches come out and they, like, want to be, you know, they want to keep things behind closed doors. Of Like, oh, who are we going to start this week? Like, you're going to have to worry about, is it Justin Fields? Is it Nick Foles? It doesn't matter. Like, you've already proven, if you're Matt Nagy, you're not changing your game plan. So the Detroit Lions aren't sitting there like, oh my gosh, I wonder what this offense will look like the exact same that it has since nagy has been there. That's it. So there's no reason to be sneaky about it of like, ooh, who are we going to start? You played your rookie quarterback. Now you just have to support him and roll with him. All right, let's get into some of these weekly awards. Don't forget about our great sponsors at Gunspot. Go visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. And, of course, those uh, live auctions are fun. Like, I got hooked on eBay, was that last year? I just start I was really last late year? to the eBay game. <laughs> I didn't know like I. You're so I, late that is. I didn't even know eBay is still a thing, thing anymore. It's almost addictive though, and Gunspot is pretty similar. Like, why is this going for so cheap? Mm-hmm. Like, why can I buy this gun for this amount of money? Uh, last year, that was me with eBay. It could be you this year with Gunspot. Go visit them at gunspot.com. Uh, I know that I've looked through their, been on their website sometimes. Like I browse it like Zillow. Just be like, I wonder what's on here. And then you'll see stuff and be like, why is that that price? This doesn't make sense. Uh, So you can get your hands on a great gun and a low cost at GunSpot.com.
1: It's funny you mention that because I'm the same way with Miners of Monroe. They are located here locally in Pittsburgh, Kansas. If you're not in the area, though, don't even worry about it. You can visit them at com. Check out their full selection of clothing. Fall is right now. I was about to say right around the corner again, but it's here. It is officially here. It's fall, fall. y'all you stole the words right out of my mouth i love it but uh go ahead and get yourself a new look this year while you go out with your lady to the pumpkin patch and you sweat your ass off because she just has to pick the warmest day possible out of the entire week
0: because she needs to go to the pumpkin patch right now i saw a tiktok and it's a couple and it's a girl and she's like i'm about to ask my husband if he wants to go apple picking Uh And i'm like oh i know where this is going and she's like hun do you want? Do you want to go apple picking? He's like, no, no, I'm not going apple picking. Take off your flannel. It's ninety <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah. That was me like last weekend. Or the, you know, one hundred percent. And I today. bet
1: that flannel was from Myers Monroe. And you can mm-hmm. actually use discount code micedup 10 for ten percent off.
0: Yeah, I bet they also have some lightweight flannel stuff too. They
1: absolutely do because mm-hmm. I have one. Yep, that when is. It is gets a,
0: a little cooler out. I'm gonna wear it. It you know you mentioned always that, like they are local for us here um, in the Pittsburgh area. But they do also ship. Uh, No matter where you are, uh, you can get their stuff. So don't think that like, oh, this is just a local shop. It's not worth my time looking at it. They will ship it to you. And it is. It's a great, great place to support, too. You can follow them on Instagram. and It's a lot of their cool products that they have and kind of what they're about, too. I know I mentioned early on in this podcast of like, they always use sustainable materials, Mm -hmm. which is also something that I absolutely love. I hate buying a shirt, you wear it once and then you wash it. It's like this thing doesn't even fit me anymore. Like, I know that I've blamed my dryer for some of my clothes not fitting when really it's a me problem. Uh, But (laughs) there are also (laughs) times where it's a dryer problem Mm -hmm. or it's a, man, I wore this shirt three times and it fell apart. You won't have to worry about that at Miners in Monroe.
1: Yeah, and they got you from apothecary goods to accessories, tops, bottoms, footwear, outerwear, loungewear, and even clothes for the young one. So you and your little boy can be just rocking in style. And I bought some
0: sunglasses from there, too. You did. And I am not a guy that spends money on sunglasses.
1: They even, like, the fact that they sell
0: vinyls, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the good ones. Yep. The sunglasses I bought are just as good as any pair of Ray-Bans I've ever seen or worn. You love it. They cost $30, not (laughs) $300. People are automatically
1: thinking, man, that's super expensive. Like, you're getting quality clothes, and it's not, like, that's the thing.
0: It's not expensive. Yeah. It's obviously, you can hear us talk about it. It's a great little shot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We do enjoy their products. Let's get into some of these awards, though, for the week. We're going to give you an offensive and defensive player of the week, a rookie of the week, and then just talk about some of the, the best wins that we saw on Sunday and the worst losses that we also saw on Sunday. I'll get into it with my player of the week. I was high praise for this guy, Devontae Adams, what he was able to do. I know Aaron Rodgers is great. Uh, he's probably an MVP candidate. But what Devontae Adams is able to do week after week is extraordinary. And that man needs more credit for what he's doing. And that's another one that I was like, I was late to the Devontae Adams party. Yeah. I honestly thought like two years ago, it's like, is he good or is he with Aaron Rodgers? Yep. He is good. And I actually think that he deserves a little more credit uh, for that last drive than what Aaron Rodgers was getting. Because, I mean, he found a way to get open. Everybody knew, like, hey, don't let Devontae Adams get open, and it doesn't matter. Or you can triple-team him, and it doesn't matter. I mean, there's the clip of him a year or two ago counting the guys that are guarding him. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. And it it doesn't matter. Yeah, So I am definitely jumping on the Devontae Adams bandwagon if there's any more room for me, because it's got to be pretty full. (laughs) Like, I'm the last one on.
1: Yeah, and I'm right here with Josh Allen. Excuse me, Josh Allen. Dude goes for almost 400 yards, 32 of 43, four touchdowns, didn't get sacked, and he averaged 8.3 yards to throw. People are like, Man, you're just reading a box score. You're absolutely right, I am. But the way that this guy played on Sunday against the Washington football team had us all saying, This defense is not as good as we thought it was going to mm-hmm. be this year. You know what? Maybe that's just how good Josh Allen is. And we've all been deeming Matthew Stafford as the MVP this season. Josh Allen's right up there, too, because this dude is balling out since that week yeah. one loss against the You know, even
0: coach. on Sunday, I put out the tweet from our Mic'd Up account of, like, which quarterback would you start a franchise with? A lot of people were saying, like, uh, Justin Herbert, which mm-hmm.
1: is what I, I get put, it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Joe Burrow was another one that was getting a lot of attention. Kyler Murray. There were a couple people in there saying Josh Allen, but honestly, there weren't enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there were not
0: enough people looking at him. And I think so many people still have the question marks. And I get it because I'm right there, too, of, like, can he? Is he really going to keep doing this? Is yeah, he how really consistent? This good? Can he be throughout but the year? I think that I think that he is, and uh, you know, obviously going back to previous podcasts that I've been on, I did say that I didn't think he would be a top ten pick. That wasn't because I like ever questioned his ability. I thought people would just mess up and let him fall, but he's like he's one of those guys that every time that he gets mentioned. I'm like somebody's gonna bring up that stupid tattoo. 100.
1: percent And if you have carried over from that podcast to this one, thank you for listening. Appreciate you. <laughs> it's been a journey. It has been. And uh, Mel Stanley got that tattoo, so <laughs> <laughs> ain't
0: gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so quit asking. Yeah, yeah. Full name saving on that one. It, <laughs> it has been one hell of a journey though. Like, man, I so many people be like, man, I started listening to you with Stick to Football, and I'm like, phew. I have bounced a <laughs> little bit, so I apologize. I think I finally have like found a pinball machine. Yeah, my forever <laughs> home. <laughs> right now,
1: ding 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 ding! You finally fucking made it. Yeah, I hope you didn't <laughs> kick my ass to the crib. I'm here for life.
0: Not going anywhere for a while. I like it here. I'm my own boss. I can say whatever I want to. <laughs> Somebody ahead. ask me about that. What um, if you
1: say whatever you want to right now? Uh, uh, Let's see, that's the thing. People say you say whatever you want. You're like, oh. Like what? <laughs> I
0: don't wanna get too graphic. I mean no, I don't know if you would deep off. into you this brain ahead. of like Nah, I can <laughs> say whatever I want. Nope. But I did have somebody over the weekend uh ran into an old teacher friend. She was asking me about it and I was kind of telling her what's up. And she's like, So I'm like you your own boss now? Like you set your own schedule? It's like, uh, yep. Yep, I do. And it's it's great. And I do appreciate all the followers that followed us from like me at stick to football to us starting a radio show and being like, Hey, every Saturday, <laughs> check us out on radio. You can stream us and then taking that to daily. So it, it really has been one hell of a journey to finally get here. And I do appreciate all of our listeners who have bounced back and forth with us. They're like our guy, Brooks Quinn is a great one. Cause he has literally followed. Uh, me at every stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And he's just yeah. such a good dude, too.
0: And I, I do. I really appreciate that. And uh, all the other listeners, too. I know there are a lot of people that are not as active on social media, but they'll still support. Uh, but let's get back into these awards. How about another one, the Browns? That's a team that I feel like I've been talking about for forever. They're going to get my uh, Defensive Player of the Week with Miles Garrett. Uh, I know that he's very good. He continues to impress. And that Chicago offensive line is not good but four and a half sacks is four and a half sacks like i don't you shouldn't be able to do that in the NFL like we saw Chandler Jones do it in week 1 he had 5 but now you know for Miles Garrett and it's not like he's sneaking up on anybody no you don't forget about Miles Garrett. The old right?
1: dinosaur lover. You ain't forgetting about him. Right?
0: You have to look at him and like that's the first guy you identify on that defense. Like, oh shit, he's right there. <laughs> like, like he's the still the that... Forget about the mic. Where <laughs> is Garrett? Ninety five. Find him. Find him. Okay. <laughs> now we'll worry about the Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Miles Garrett gets my player of the week. Uh, seven tackles, four and a half sacks, and I think one of the best pass rushers in the league.
1: And for me, like I just I couldn't pick one defensive player. Like, I just had to pick the entire defense for the Browns. They completely destroyed the Chicago Bears. As a team, they had 15 quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. Six of those, Miles Garrett, five of them, De- De'Veon Clowney, who himself had two sacks. Ronnie Harrison Jr. had a sack, and there's a couple other guys on this list that had half a sack, but I mean, it just goes to show how dominant they were this Sunday. And I know we're all looking at Matt Nagy and Justin Fields and like, man, what are they going to do moving forward? When really we should just look at this Browns defense and applaud them for just being so damn good.
0: Yeah, they were, and I know that I've questioned Jadavion Clowney too. But I mean, it was a race to the quarterback. Like, yeah, who's going to get there first? Obviously, Miles Garrett wins that race most times with four and a half. But also for Clowney to come in and get you know, the two sacks, I think a lot more people would be talking about that if it weren't for. Miles Garrett, obviously, but a a very good performance by the Browns. They are going to be a tough team in the AFC. And uh, let's get to the rookie of the week. For me, I went with Jamar Chase. And honestly, when I was looking at some of the other guys that have been performing, the rookies have really struggled so far. I know we're three weeks into this thing. But as far as like another rookie that could even be mentioned for rookie of the year, quarterbacks were bad. Yeah. All of them real bad. And Jamar Chase, I, every week it seems like he's coming up. It's actually, it is official. Every week he's coming up with a touchdown grab. And there's so much scrutiny over the preseason, too, of like, oh, he can't see the stripes or there's no stripes on the ball, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's having drop issues. He gets to the regular season. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to catch a touchdown every week and emerge as the best rookie receiver. Do you think that was really because he took the year off or was he just honey dicking everybody? I think it was probably he took the year off. It's a different size football. Yeah. I do think the stripes make a big difference on the ball because I, it is tough to see, especially if you're playing at night. I, so, I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't think that he was making an ex- excuse either. I think it was just like, hey, this is a little bit of an adjustment. Like, I remember Jerry Rice complaining that Steve Young was left-handed. Yeah. So, like, it's different catching a ball from, you know, either a different hand or a different size. And... Does it have a stripe or not?
1: It would be weird to catch a ball from a guy throwing left handed because the spin would be the opposite way.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, Especially you when you're so detail oriented that, like, that's playing into a factor. Yeah. You Especially know, like, as a
1: ball with no, like, lately.
0: Like- I'm sure a lot of guys are like, my buddy's left handed. No problem catching from him. Is your buddy throwing at 60 miles per hour? I don't think he exactly. is. Exactly. Shut your mouth. Is there a guy who's 200 pounds and can run a 4 3 trying to guard you and tackle you? There's not. There's not. So you have fun at your flag football tournament that you're in with your left-handed quarterback. I'm sure it does make a huge difference when the ball's coming at you that fast. But for me, Jamar Chase uh, is kind of silently silencing the doubters. Yeah. and Not enough people are talking about him yet.
1: And I'm going to stay in the same game, but I'm going to go the rookie on the other team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Najee Harris. He didn't have too much of a factor in the run game, but in terms of receiving 14 receptions for 102 yards, Uh, I know we talked about it yesterday, but wow, what a way for him to step up in terms of fantasy because people did believe the rookie hype and they're getting it now, and the fact that he's becoming a difference maker for this team moving forward, and it's the young guys here at receivers with Chase Claypool as well and Najee Harris trying to do their best to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers. It just sucks that
0: Big Ben is making stupid decisions and throwing you interceptions. It would be amazing to see Najee Harris on a team with a good quarterback and good offensive line. (laughs) Maybe one of these days we'll get it. Um, the Steelers will eventually, I think, figure it out. Yeah. But it is crazy that that offense looks so bad. But I do think he's going to be good. Yeah. And I, I hope people listening to this podcast realize that I've been a very big Najee Harris fan for I mean, you've years. Met you've met you got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Good uh, but I do. I stayed away from the Steelers in fantasy because of that offensive line. Like It's not their skill position, guys. I like their receivers. Their tight end. I like Najee Harris a lot. I don't like that offensive line. I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. And for your guy, Najee Harris, he still found a way to come through. Yeah, like Without him, I don't know if they move the ball on offense.
1: It really doesn't feel like it. I yeah. mean, like you're throwing him up to Chase Claypool or you're dumping it off to Najee. That was that game plan
0: on Sunday, for yeah, sure. it definitely was. And then to go over some of the best wins of the weekend and the worst losses as well, for me, I did pick the Chargers. I – I guess it's kind of nice because I'm a Chiefs fan. More people should be talking about that win. One hundred percent. You went into Arrowhead and won a football game. Like everybody puts up the Patrick Mahomes stats of like this is his record against the AFC West, which until Sunday was like sixteen and two in games that he started. But I mean, they were healthy for the most part. How dominant he's been in
1: the month of September. Like he doesn't lose games and he doesn't throw interceptions.
0: Yeah, so I, I honestly, to look at it, I'm sitting here today in a Chiefs shirt. Yeah. That Chargers win, you need to put a little more respect on their name. And I mean, the, they looked
1: great. And the fact that Kansas City was kind of able to come and tie it up there at 24, and then the Chargers come in and go, okay, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to go lead one last drive and score. Now, yeah. granted, you dealt with some adversity with, you know, being on fourth down and then a false start, and you go for it on fourth and nine, and you still get it, and then you get down like real close to the red zone, or to the end zone, excuse me, and instead of trying to milk any more time, you go, we're going to score right now at this opportunity, because, Mel, I don't know if you heard this, that last play, that last touch, on Herbert threw to Mike Williams was supposed to be a run play. Like They were just going to run the ball up the middle, but Herbert looked at Mike Williams right before the snap, where I guess right when they're leaving the huddle and goes, hey, if you got an opening, just run the fade, and if you're there, I'll throw it. And so that's why that mm-hmm. ball from Herbert didn't look that pretty because it was a, oh, shit, there is an opportunity here, and he just tossed it up, and Mike Williams went and got it. Yeah. So, like, to hear that, just even more respect to Herbert, the Chargers, and Mike mm-hmm. Williams are going to get that win.
0: Well, for, what, three years now, four years now, people have been trying to figure out, like, how do you beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah. What do you do on defense? Do you, you run, have zone? Be, do you you run have a zone? You have to be risky. You do. You have to be very aggressive, and I – like, there's not a blueprint for beating the Kansas City Chiefs because the Chargers were able to do it by creating turnovers. Yeah. Like, fumbles and interceptions. I just – I don't think that that's something that you can base your game plan on, but also knowing, that like, hey, as soon as these guys get the ball in their hands, we got to try to strip it. we yeah. got to, you know, take a chance on making the interception. Go after the ball. Don't worry about playing safe, playing through the receiver's hands. Like, you try to get it. Yep. And it was. It was a very good win by them. And I don't know when we're going to see Kansas City not turn the ball over. I don't know if we'll see it this next week or not.
1: I'm getting a little nervous. Who do they have next week? That's a great question. I should have thought of that before I said it ran in my mouth. And you're already nervous. You don't even know who the opponent is. Well, I mean, the fact that you keep turning the ball over and, like, you get here to the end of the game, too, and it's not any better. They play Philadelphia this next week. So we're good. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> All right. They got a quarterback that can run? Yikes. But the team that I thought had the best win this week on Sunday was the Baltimore Ravens. I know it was only against the Detroit Lions, But this is me putting some respect on the Detroit Lions, too. I'm like, hey, this is actually a decent football team, and they're in football games. And Baltimore had to rely on Lamar Jackson once again to lead them down the field to be in position to kick a game-winning field goal. And then you get a guy in Justin Tucker to break the NFL record on the longest field goal of 66 yards and hit it to win the game? Hell yeah. Like, that's huge wins back-to-back weeks dealing with injuries and just— Playing with the utmost grit and everything that you have in you to go win a football game, and the Ravens are doing that. So it doesn't matter how you win, as long as you win, and that's what
0: Baltimore's doing right now. They're finding multiple ways to do it. Mm-hmm. whether it's your offense at the goal line and late in the fourth quarter, or if it's, hey, we just need to get fairly close to the fifty yard line. Yeah. Cause it used to be as soon as they cross the fifty, you're in Justin Tucker's range. Once, now
1: once you cross the uh <laughs> once you cross your own forty five he got a
0: good chance, right. Bob. He's so goddamn good at what he does. Put some respect on Justin Tucker's name, too. Do you
1: think he can kick it farther than 66, or do you think I that do. was it?
0: I do. Especially like some of the stuff we talked about yesterday. Like If he were to have his wind at his back in a certain yeah. situation, or if he is ever kicking in Denver, that's a good yeah. situation to be kicking in. I think he could easily hit from 72 in Denver. From 72? hmm
1: Would you just want to line that up one time? Just like at the beginning of the middle, maybe middle of the game when his leg's warm, he's good to go. Yeah. He's gone through his warm-up process, and we're like, hey, we got the wind. We definitely got the altitude here at mile high. Yeah, Let's just just take a couple of knees, and we'll just want to see. Yeah. Little in-game <laughs> situations. Like, just kick a field goal and second down. Like, okay, hey, cool. We wasted that
0: drive. That mm-hmm. could would be a to. situation where they, they do it. I, our old, our high school used to do this. is where they had a kicker that could kick from, like, 45. Mm-hmm. And there was something about the rules – it kind of like the kick six thing that we saw is like you can actually recover it and try to return it. And so there was something about the weird high school rules. Like maybe you trot Justin Tucker out there for a 70 yarder and the other team puts a, a returner back there. Like, all right, what well, happens if he gets tackled? Does it work like a punt? I don't know the NFL rule. Oh, like if he catches and tries to return it and then. Yeah. If he gets tackled at the ten yard line, is he down right there? Your
1: punter runs out to the field and like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm-mm. We're kicking a field
0: goal, Bob. This is Justin Tucker. Yeah, Justin Tucker. You <laughs> just you Cut your punter. You really don't need him. <laughs> I don't know who the or the Ravens punter is, but Doesn't I know matter. Justin Tucker can punt too. I saw him do it at Texas. Did he really punt? Yeah, he was like the primary punter, and then um, like his junior, maybe senior year, he started handling more of the kicking duties. But he was originally a punter. I didn't know that about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I followed uh, his whole career. I'm sure you've literally been a big fan. Oh, that
1: yeah. dude living like your dream life. It seems like the way you talk about him. I just love him so much. I mean, he's married to a very pretty woman who's a redhead. Yep. <laughs> I have a weakness. You do.
0: He's also a big opera fan. Are you a big fan of the opera? Mm, no, but I, I like music, so I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I also listen to music. Yeah, you do. That's yeah. uh, Our that's love good. For the Texas Longhorns. Yep. So it's like we're pretty much brothers. He's tall and skinny. Same I'm mom or same dad? Not. Probably just adopted. <laughs> God bless it. All right. How about some worst losses of the weekend? Uh, I'm sorry that I have to do this one to you, but the Indianapolis Colts, I think, was the worst loss of the weekend because now you're 0-3. And now you've dropped a game within the division. I— Remember how important they said this game was? Like they kept just mentioning it, and like, hopefully Carson wins can go. This game's super important. Like, this game's so important. If he can go, he's going to go. And then to lose it, I feel like it took a lot of the wind out of their sails. Because uh, they did. They hyped it up so much as being an important game. And then you lose it. You drop to 0-3. It's not a good look for the Colts. So, my worst loss of the weekend, I'm going to give to the Indianapolis Colts. This is another one that seems like, why were you not running the ball more? Yeah, you have, you have a, running, Taylor. Can you have a running
1: back by committee. Mm-hmm. Give him the damn ball and let them go. Nope, yep. we're going to throw two sprained ankle quarterback. And we're just going to let him continue to throw as he just gets the shit kicked out of him because there's nobody open and he holds on to the ball too long. It's on everybody at this point. Yep. Uh, Coaching staff, yeah, I agree. Like Just top to bottom. For me, the worst loss was the Seattle Seahawks playing against the Minnesota Vikings. The start of this game for the Seahawks was awesome. Their first three drives was like two touchdowns and a field goal and the first quarter and midway through the second quarter. And then after that, it was just nothing but punts and then a turnover on downs. They're kind of in the game. And for the Minnesota Vikings, it was the opposite. Like Their first couple uh, drives was a punt, I think a punt, and then from there they just scored the rest of the game. But I thought the huge difference was the Seahawks couldn't get anything going on third down. Like their play calls on third down just put them in spots where they were just not able to move the ball down the field and it's not good. And then Tyler Locker is dealing with a knee injury as well. We see him go down. Don't know what that is yet on his return or how severe the injury was as well. But the Minnesota Vikings, like, man, they were getting the ball out quick. Like, they get a third down or just a second eight. Kirk Cousins getting the ball out of his hand like the snap of a finger to Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen. And they're just moving their way down the field with I didn't, absolute ease. And I didn't running watch the ball, that too. Um, it was just, it was insane how smoothly everything went for the Vikings
0: without Dalvin Cook being on the field. It, I, They're, like, surprisingly not being talked about. I guess it's not surprisingly because they're the Minnesota Vikings. But <laughs> yeah. that was a very good win for them uh, as well. And I mean, their last game, no one's their game about. last week, like, they would have won if
1: their field goal kicker hits the game-winning yeah. ga-
0: the kick. I, I saw somebody tweet it out that, like, they're three plays away from being 3-0 Yeah, uh, because of certain situations and games. And uh, that is very true. And they're always one of those teams that, like, They'll lose a game, they'll drop, they'll like go 1-1, one and 2-1, one, and one, yep. and we're not really talking about them. And then you look later in the season, it's like, oh my God, they're in the playoff hunt.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they're running the ball so efficiently. Alexander Mattinson, 26 carries for 112 yards, and then Justin Jefferson's just unstoppable.
0: Yeah, he looks like he's still going to be very good. I know a lot of people wanted to see him do it in year two of like, okay, you, you did it as a rookie, now let's see what you look like as a number one. Receiver. So those are our awor- awards. Awards. We're both struggling. Those with words are words today. for the week, and we also <laughs> give away awards. Uh, but also a little bit of breaking news uh, for our draft fans. The NFL. Everybody's been wondering about eligibility and what it's going to look like because the NCAA came out and said 2020 doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a lot of players return and become super seniors. They're they're having a sixth year on campus. So the NFL came out and kind of released like a what their agreed upon eligibility rules are so the NFL and NFL PA agreed to eligi- eligibility rules for the 2020 draft um, with all players who have completed four years of college el- eligibility <laughs> it's a tough word mm-hmm, will automatically be considered eligible So like if you've been in the if you've been in college for four years, automatically considered. That's usually like a no-duh, like, yeah, you're graduating, you're eligible for the draft. Uh-huh. Uh, but these players also have until February 4th to opt out and say, no, I'm going to return to school. So it, that will be an interesting thing with the draft. I mean, For me uh, specifically, you look at some of these guys and the way that they're listed. I told you a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago about that tight end from BYU. It's been on campus for three years, and he's still listed as a freshman. Yeah. So, I mean, now guys like that, I mean, if you've been on campus for four years, you're automatically going to be considered eligible for the draft unless you opt out. So we see players all the time declare and say, you know, I'm declaring for the draft. I'm not coming back for my senior year. Now you're also going to have a lot of players declaring that they're going back to college. Yeah. So And they have until February 4th. I thought that was a little bit of interesting news that I get asked that question weekly. Yeah. Like, how do we consider that? But um, a little more information on that. I'm sure that people so, will be talking about that on so Twitter. So, one more
1: today. time. If you've been on campus for four years, mm-hmm. you're been eligible.
0: doesn't matter if they list you as a freshman a sophomore or senior. Yep. Whatever. If you've been on campus for four years. You've
1: been on the roster for four years or just on campus. You've been in college for four years. Yep. Boom! You're eligible to go to the draft, but you have until February fourth to say, "Actually, I'm going back to college." Right. So you can say, "I'm I'm opting out to go to the draft," or like, "I want to go to the draft." You realize you're not there. No one's really that interested in you like you thought.
0: Actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to go back to school. Could probably still do that until February fourth, unless you sign with like an agent and things like that. Okay. Uh, So those there are certain things that would make you ineligible, but uh, for a lot of these guys. They are going to have six years of eligibility. And for the next couple drafts, it is going to look really weird because people can go back and say, remember, 2020 didn't count, even though I played a full season. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, B. John Robinson played last year. That technically didn't count. So he is technically still a freshman if Texas wanted to list him that way. But, you know, there are other guys who are – that came back for another season who still have eligibility. It's very confusing, and it's not going to be as easy to be like, well, this guy's a senior. He's going to be in the draft. Because sometimes you just assume, oh, that's a senior quarterback, Justin Herbert, he's in the draft. Well, now because of 2020 and COVID, it's been very, very confusing. But uh, these players will get the opportunity to declare for the draft or to decide that they want to go back to college, and they have until February 4th to do that. All right, those are those are our weekly awards. Just talking's hard sometimes. I don't know if people realize that. It's just it's on Tuesday. I've been thinking that's Monday all day. Podcast, yeah, because you weren't feeling great yesterday. Yeah,
1: and I got a like a Facebook memory this morning. It was like last year on this time we were doing a Matty Mills Bar and Grill with some chili, and I was like, man, that sounds really good. And I almost reshared it today. I was like, yo, Matt, can we do this tonight for the game? And then I, as I had it written up and went to send it, I was like. That football game was last night. (laughs) There's no
0: game on tonight. It's Tuesday? Yeah. Hi. Not going to happen. It's Tuesday. (laughs) You you took like a five-hour nap yesterday. I even had to send that text of like, I bet he's okay.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciated that. (laughs) You're the only one that messaged me. My aunt miraculously was just like, hey, how you doing, bub? It was like, well, I'm sick. And she's like, oh, really? What happened? And I was like, did somebody tell her? Just great intuition from her. But, yeah, yesterday wasn't feeling too good. Go home, make some lunch, chicken nuggets and taquitos. Both. That's an an interesting combo. It definitely was. But I was looking at both in my freezer, and I was like, I can't pick which one. So then I thought of the little girl in the taco commercial. I was just like, why not both? So (laughs) that's what I did. And I made them. And then heated up my oven to 400 degrees, made them, ate them, and then went to sleep, woke up. Go back in my kitchen. I'm like, man, it's a little warm in here. <laughs> Look at my oven. It's still on at 400 degrees. But It's amazing you're still here. 100%. And uh, I really thought to myself, like, oh, Austin, that's not good, bub. And then there's <clears> just another voice in the back of my head that's like, hey, but it's ready for dinner. <laughs> so then I made myself another batch of chicken nuggets and taquitos.
0: You know what's great is And then watch the football game, <laughs> <laughs> the cast. People will be like, what character are you from this TV show? That is the most real-life Michael Scott thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like the George Foreman grill. It's like, oh, I set the timer and like, oh, <laughs> and then he burns I his I love foot. waking up to the you smell of bacon. Or <laughs> just like, why even turn the oven off after you've made lunch? Yeah. Just keep it on and it's ready for dinner. And granted, it was a total accident. Until you burn down an entire apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> I turned it off, yeah. Oh, God, you have I- the look of candy. Did you?
1: we heard signs go by earlier that's tough it's it's off i turned it off yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so maybe don't do that again
1: nope and then like after that i was like man like i'm still not feeling that well go to walmart i masked up just in case anyone freaking out But that i'm standing in the medicine aisle going through allergy stuff Uh and they're like oh my god this guy's walking on walmart with a mask and allergy (gasps) covid i swear it's not covid it's just legitimately allergies but (laughs) i go get my chicken noodle soup i get home i'm like man i'm still a little stuffy I turn the shower on as hot as it can get. Steam that baby up. Mm-hmm. Sitting there for a little bit and I was like, I think my chicken noodle soup's done. <laughs> Go and look. Sure enough it is. And then I did the old Buddy. chicken noodle soup in the old steam room.
0: <laughs> the steam room is also the shit room. No, hey,
1: you know what? That's very fair, but I keep my bathroom clean.
0: I can't I cannot take
1: food into a bathroom. I, I had a real mental battle with myself, but I said <laughs> This is I, what I say. This is what I said. Jameis Winston right there for you.
0: What's it that my trainer always said? He
1: just,
0: he just says, be prepared.
1: And I and that's what I had to be last night. I just had to buckle down. What's that down.
0: thing that my trainer always says? Just eat your chicken noodle soup in the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, that's what he always nah, said. the
1: steam room, dog. It was no longer the bathroom at that time. Where'd I you sit? The, Where'd you I, sit? I closed the lid on the toilet, sat on the toilet. <laughs> You know,
0: poop. you you sit reverse, you got yourself a nice little. That's what I did. Oh no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. I don't think I could ever do that. I just had, I had a buddy in high school. Who was like, dude, I went shit reverse yesterday, and I'm like, what? He's like, I sat the other way, and took a poop. I'm like, dude, that's fucking disgusting. And he's like, nah, man, everyone does. That. I'm like, no, no, they do not. No, nobody does that. <laughs> they do not. But do he that. bragged about it for like a good week. And it can like, be
0: comfortable. I don't. Yeah, with the like, way the, the, seat's the toilet's not made. Shaved, yeah. yeah. To shape that way. And then, like, I don't, my toilet's not that far away from the wall. Yeah. I don't have long legs, but, like, I feel like they're too long to do that. Yeah. Also I feel like
1: maybe i got to try it now. One thing I'm just going to ask because we're already on this topic. Do other people always just kind of, like, put their elbows on their knees when they poop? Or do they sit back and, like, <laughs> lean on the toilet? I don't do that, but I've been wondering, like, do some people do that? I don't even like, know. Like, do people just straight up, like, lounge on the toilet? Like, man, I'm just going to sit back here, hands on my head, and just I think it uh, depends on
0: are you married or not. Do I need to take 30 minutes to be in here? Or am I just like, no, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to go watch TV and do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. It's amazing the amount of time I spend in the bathroom, married versus single. (laughs) I get in and out. (laughs) There's (laughs) no reason for me to be in there anymore. (laughs) It's like kind of a valid argument back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) I was
1: watching a TikTok the other day. While well, on the old pooper. Love that we're having on this topic. But right. like I go to the comment to the video and it's so like, like this if
0: you're currently on the shitter. And I was like, That's me, dog. Like that comment. I've always wondered, like, if I'm texting in a group, like, do people know that I'm in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Like we're having this conversation. It's like I'm in the bathroom. I'm currently. getting ready to hop in the shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the water's on. Right. No clothes. My steam room. I'm eating a bowl of chicken noodle soup What are you while wearing tonight? To you? Well, uh,
1: this is the planned outfit, but uh, currently nothing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah had a buddy facetime us one time while i was using the bathroom i was I that know, buddy wasn't i yeah it was a whole group <laughs> yeah. of like where i think it was like a where are we got to meet up situation whatever We were on the road mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah because i was, was laying in bed yep everybody else joined the call and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna join <laughs> i'm gonna join i want to i want to take part in what's going on here so i kept it uh, shoulders up but it's respectable Sometimes you got to do what you got to just got to do. Part of uh, it. How about some of our great sponsors? Uh, Club 609, a great sponsor yeah, even gotten into of ours for their great happy hour. You can go in there. They actually, they have some delicious chicken noodle soup too. So I was going to actually call them and be like, yo, can I get some soup? It it's really late, good. And they were closed. Yeah. Again, two daughters. My oldest daughter loves their chicken noodle soup. It's so good. We'll request it even in the summer because she's a psychopath. <laughs> She'll eat the soup in the summer. But check them out, Happy Hour, uh, for the next couple days, 2 p.m. until 8 p.m., and then they'll go back to their 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock Happy Hour in October, but also that wonderful Saturday Happy Hour, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 6 and 9.
1: Yep, and then another one of our great sponsors, Downtown Lube. They are more than just tires and lube, but that is definitely what they can specialize in or they do specialize in. Because it's clearly in the name. But they are more than just tires and lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com to see their full list of services. Do you think services.
0: they're close to downtown?
1: Uh, I think so. I think they're like right next to it, actually.
0: Yeah, probably. And they're all about the lube. Yeah, probably oil changed close. in and out, bub. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit of basketball today. Uh, training camp starts for a lot of teams. They start reporting. There are so many players, and I you could probably guess a couple of them that are causing problems. But Ben Simmons has been the big one all offseason. Obviously, the dude played terrible in the playoffs. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't know him or anything like that, so I don't really care if he hears this and gets upset. But he played terrible in the playoffs. And then uh, Philly was like trying to trade him, trying to move him. It still just really hasn't happened. And then he requests a trade. That's so that you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, okay, we've already been shopping. Can't fire you. me. I quit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. Good luck. Uh, I just don't know what they're going to do with him. It even I maybe I just saw this for the first time today. Maybe it's been out there, but I did see it for the first time today. Is that the 76ers players tried to meet up with him in California, <laughs> and then Ben Simmons is like no. I'm done playing here. I think that was last week. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of a a crazy situation. It was the end of last week because they were like, hey, we're all
1: just going to hop on a plane and come out and visit and talk. We kind of want to get this figured out. And he was just like, no.
0: (laughs) He went full Magic Johnson. Yeah. I ain't going to be there. (laughs) I'm not going to be
1: there. (laughs) Nick said (laughs) it too. It ain't going
0: to happen. So quit asking. And then, you know, he also had some comments. Again, I don't know if I was late on this or if I just saw it. uh, But he also said he was done playing with Joel Embiid. That it's not like a personal thing, but he thinks that they're – Their style of play just doesn't complement each other.
1: I actually agree with that. Yeah, I feel like we all can, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I know Joel Embiid has come out and said, like, no, I still think we can win here in Philly. Uh, That's really nice to say. No, you can't Um, (laughs) because they're just, they are, they're too similar. Like, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. Embiid needs like a true point guard. He needs a Damian Lillard, is what he needs. Mm -hmm. And I, I think with Ben Simmons, he could still be a very good player. The point guard experience it's just not working out.
1: I feel like if they were somehow able to figure out a Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard trade, like Damian Lillard would succeed in Philadelphia with Joel Embiid down in the post because he can hit those deep like those deep shots. Right. But then if you go to Portland for Ben Simmons, he's going to still be able to kick out to CJ McCollum, who's special yep. is a, also a great shooter, you know, has a mid-range game as well. But, like, I think those two could benefit off e- each other instead of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, like, taking turns on who gets the shot to end a game.
0: And I know we agree on this, so I just want to make it very clear. No way in hell I would ever trade Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons. No. No, there would have to be so much more involved. Like You couldn't give me enough first-round picks to trade that. <laughs> you'd have to figure cause
1: I mean, I don't know if Damian Lillard wants to be in Portland anymore. Like, no matter what set. Like, I know yeah. he was always on the mindset of, like, I want to win here, I want to win here. It, like, at some point, you got to look at the organization and go, they're not trying to win. It's like Matthew Stafford like the perfect example in the football is Matthew Stafford with the Lions. Like, I want to win here. I want to bring a title. I wanna be the guy. I wanna be the hero for Detroit. But really like you just kinda of start looking around. It's like this ownership is not doing anything to help me or the city win.
0: And so I so it's think just like also to go. with him, I do wonder if it was like uh you know, he said some comments about I do want to stay in Portland. It's like is it that you wanna stay in Portland or that you didn't want to go to Philly? Because I I, I do think that he's a West Coast guy that maybe like, you know, if there's a situation where he could be a Clipper or a Laker, maybe he goes and he moves down there and he's fine with it. But maybe he doesn't want to go and be on the East Coast in Philadelphia. And I'm sure as hell like I I wouldn't want to play with Ben Simmons. So even like those trades, if I'm Damian Lillard and they're like, hey, we could trade CJ, we'll bring in Ben Simmons. I still might be like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Please don't do that or I will leave. Uh, So don't. I'm just, I'm not a big Ben Simmons supporter. I I don't think that he's that good. I don't think that he's like a superstar in the NBA.
1: I do have a feeling he finds a way to the Lakers. And I don't know how. And I don't know if it's in terms of a trade, it would have to be a trade at this point. But like, I don't know who they give up. But like, this seems to be the only spot he wants to be in. Like, he's currently in LA, unless the Clippers are like, fuck it. Yeah. Even I don't see them, them they give up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then for him to play alongside Paul George and Kawhi. eventually Kawhi when he gets healthy again. who That's another storyline to watch is that ACL that he hurt. Um, and when he's going to be back. I am very excited about basketball season coming back. Another guy that's kind of in the news is Andrew Wiggins, who is not vaccinated. And last week the talk was like that the NBA might uh, exempt him from the vaccine due to religious reasons, and then the NBA came out and said, no, not going to do that. And one of the reasons is, in the city of San Francisco, they've passed some stuff, and you cannot participate in these indoor activities unless you're vaccinated. That's the whole city of San Francisco. Sorry, uh, Andrew Wiggins plays for the Golden State Warriors. They play in San Francisco there's a really good possibility that he's unable to play home games unless he gets vaccinated. Surely,
1: like, surely not though. Like, there's got to be like <laughs> right? a we give one pass and it's like, okay, the basketball player. I don't.
0: I don't know. But like, because it's that's for also all people an twelve or? and older in San Francisco. God. And the NBA just, has already come out and been like, nope, not making an exception for this. I highly doubt that the city of San Francisco would like if it were Klay Thompson or Steph Curry, maybe <laughs> Yeah, not for Andrew Wiggins ass, man. I also can't imagine going into like Steve Kerr's office or like trying to go to practice. And there there's Steph Curry who's doing everything that he can to bring this organization back to the top. Uh-huh. And you're like, hey, sorry, I can't play in home games this year. Like, <laughs> y'all have fun without me. That is going to be a distraction whether he thinks it is or not. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I mean it already kind of is. Then if like everyone, like if we're talking about it, surely there's other people talking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't again, know what the solution camp is. starting
0: this week. Yeah, like what do you do for him? Uh, I don't know if you can convince him to get the vaccine if he's ever going to. I mean, there's so many people that are just so hard against it that they won't even yeah. consider it. I don't know Andrew Wiggins and what his feelings are there. I know Kyrie Irving is another guy that's kind of facing the same thing. He didn't attend the Nets. Uh, media days because he's not vaccinated. He is a guy I could see him sitting up and being like, not going to do it. Not playing. Sorry. 100%. I made my money.
1: I got birthday parties coming up. I don't yeah. want to be there anyways. <laughs>
0: You're expecting me to play when my sister's birthday <laughs> is later this month? That is ridiculous. I am taking time off. I will see you guys for the playoffs. Yeah. I will eventually be hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, that is just. I feel like anything
1: – every time we talk about Kyrie the last couple of years, it's just been, like, how difficult he is in certain situations. Yeah.
0: And, again, with, like, Kevin Durant and James Harden being there, it um, also – Harden and Kyrie are also – they could be free agents at the end of the season. Uh, with James Harden, I think they have until, like, an October 18th date to where he has to sign an, an extension or he becomes a free agent. And, like, he could still sign with the Nets yeah. again. But both those guys – I've always wondered if they would bring back Kyrie. Especially when James Harden Harden got got there. Yeah, I I immediately thought, like, this might actually be a situation where you're not really prioritizing him. Like, you're definitely having those conversations with James Harden first. And then, like, maybe you probably still try to get Kyrie to sign.
1: Well, I feel like that's the thing with Kyrie is, like, he's going to come in the first week. I mean, it's what he did last year, at least, where he drops 50 points and then goes, I'm done for the rest of the year. You yeah. guys, you guys see my value, deuces. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: God, when he's playing, when Kyrie's playing, he's so good. He
1: is like the ball handling, like it's his almost a Layup package, everything. Yeah. And then it's like, why are you being so difficult about all this other stuff? And, like, I get, you know, you're involved with the the issues, you know, um, social the, issues, exactly. Which I, I props to you for that. That's not what I'm saying, but it's the whole like everything else that takes away from the game of basketball for you on how easily you can be distracted or. Like the flat earth stuff. Like, no one wants to fucking hear about that. Burning dude.
0: sage. In, like, and then Boston. for people
1: to be like, oh man, that's just Kyrie. Kyrie's being Kyrie. It's like, so we've been keeping this under wraps this whole time. Yeah. Like, no wonder why the LeBron one was just sick me. of his shit.
0: Yeah. The one that gets me is when he just disappeared for a couple days last season and they're like, don't know where he is. Or going live with Kevin Durant. It was like, you know, you get like
1: <laughs> a couple possessions in the post and then I get mine. It's like, we don't even need a coach. Like, you coach one night, I coach the other
0: night. It's like what yeah. like who After, do you after think they had you are. hired <laughs> Steve Nash. Yes. <laughs> Not even like, man, we don't really have a coach right now. Like, what are we gonna do with this? So it wasn't even like come across as a joke. Well, like, I'll coach one night, you coach the other. Yeah. They had hired Steve Nash. And he was still like, I'll take a couple nights. I also coaching.
1: just want to know, because they don't penalize for like smoking weed in the NBA. What mm-hmm. is this dude smoking? Because it's
0: gotta be something good. Something strong. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Such a talented player. It's just so frustrating. And I'm sure that it is for the Nets and guys like Kevin Durant as well. Because I, they I partnered up together and like, we're going to the Nets. Yeah. And I think immediately Kevin Durant was like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> Leaving the Warriors. What have I done? Mm-hmm. And again with the Warriors, too. I'm very excited to see Klay Thompson return. I know that he was talking at Media Days yesterday, or they were talking about him trying to target like a Christmas Return. Mm-hmm. It's been forever since we've seen this dude play. Yeah, because I mean, it, it was the a...
1: Achilles and then the ACL and yeah. Let's go! Like I want to see him healthy again. I want to see him and Steph Curry tear it up with Draymond Green. You know, defensively,
0: it's going to be fun to see the Warriors at full force and maybe even get that offense back to what they were before. Like yeah. I just don't feel like guys like Andrew Wiggins really fit into what Steve Kerr was trying to do. No,
1: and, I mean, maybe he does have, like, the the slashing type of plays where, you know, he's attacking the rim and they get him on an assist. But, like, in terms of just being – For away games. Yeah, yeah not, games. <laughs> not being a natural scorer. I don't think we've really seen Andrew Wiggins step up under that role like we thought because I remember when he came in the league, everyone thought,
0: this is the next Kobe Bryant. Boy, yeah. were they wrong. Mm-hmm. And he could fit in really nicely. I mean, Clay Thompson does not need the ball mm. at all. He can – you know, he'll work off ball. He'll find his shots – and maybe that can complement an Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry a little bit, too. But, I mean, they're definitely a team that was very good not that long ago. Yeah. And then, obviously, the last two years, without Klay Thompson, they just haven't been the same team. And lost Kevin Durant, too. So, a lot of changing up there, but I'm excited to see those guys play. And, again, Klay Thompson trying to come back by Christmas, which... That's when the NBA season should start. 100%.
1: I mean, that's when I feel like it actually starts. And then you get the, mm-hmm. what, the All-Star game like three months after that towards April? Of, yeah. yeah. I wish they would just shorten the season. You would. Like, I, I know we've talked about this before, like when we had radio, the radio show, but like it's just everyone's going to complain. Like, same thing with baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how do you handle like the historical records and everything like that? Yeah. And it's just that's hard to battle. But I could completely agree. And I remember they were talking about maybe it was last week or the week before doing, like, an actual in-season tournament. Yep. And that would be so enjoyable to watch. Like, the winning team, each player gets, what, another million dollars or something?
0: Right. Or, you know, put it in Madison Square Garden and let all these people Mm -hmm. play there. You know, put it out in the Staples Center. I think the Clippers just built a new arena or whatever it is. You know, you could even do, like, you know, West Coast, East Coast tournament. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want. The, The NBA should get creative. They are definitely like trending upwards still, I think. But uh, I think part of that is they're not afraid to be aggressive and do different things, try this, try that. Mm-hmm. They market their players so well. Uh, so I'm all about like an in season tournament. I, I think know, it would be cool. I love the play in games. The,
1: the Clippers Stadium, I didn't know they were building one. Yeah, I don't know I why. I see it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess Eagle because
0: would. you just have a shitload of money and you're like, yeah, we're going to build one. Screw you, Lakers. <laughs> and we also realize the Staples belongs to the Lakers because we ain't done shit here.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're tired of looking at all their banners. <laughs> yeah.
0: We want a place to hang our own. It's maybe good luck getting them first. Yeah, that exactly. But still, I, I do think the season should start on Christmas. I don't. I just can't pay attention to that. Playoff baseball, college football, NFL. The one that takes the back seat for me is the NBA. And then as soon as we get through like the college football season. You get into bowl season, Christmas comes along. Like, to me, Christmas is the start of the season. Yeah. Until then, I'm not even paying attention. How did Christmas Day Mm matchups? Even on, like, Thanksgiving, like, I'll see scores for the NBA, but in my mind, that's a preseason score. That means nothing to me. (laughs) Like, oh, that was a really cool highlight. Don't care. I'll start watching later. Yep. (laughs) I completely agree with you there. Mm -hmm. Catch me, you know, January, I'll really start ramping it up, and I'll watch regular season games. Catch me in the new year with your NBA season. (laughs) Exactly. Um, You know, a little bit more NBA talk is who's the best player in the NBA. I think that this is the first year in a long time where it's an actual debate. Yeah. And again, because I do come off as a LeBron hater, he still might be the best player in the NBA, but I do think this is the first year in – since he's been playing, that there is a conversation to be had about who the best player is. Kevin Durant looked amazing in the postseason. Giannis, coming off of you know two MVPs and now is an NBA Finals winner, mm-hmm. he's up there. Luca is taking the league by storm. He hasn't had that team success, but there's so many good players that I do think that this is a year where it's like I don't I don't actually know who the, who it's going to be.
1: I'm picking Kevin Durant. Yeah, I think this is the year where he. I I feel like he kind of did it last year, but I think we hopefully get a whole season of Kevin Durant. and It's like, okay, yep, this is the dude. He's completely leading this team. He's in charge of everything that the Nets are going to do, even with Kyrie and James Harden being there. And we're just going to be looking at Durant going, yep, okay, this is the guy who's going to win the NBA championship this year.
0: I mean, before he tore his Achilles, it was kind of trending in that direction that that Durant was taking over. It was going to be his league. And it was it kind of starting to become his team for the Warriors as well. Right. Like, And then, obviously, the little bit of a setback, the weird COVID season. He comes back last year, though, and, I mean, he didn't miss a beat. Mm-mm. And he looked very good the whole season. And then what he was able to do in the playoffs. I know he, like, he had that missed shot and the one with the toe on the line, all that stuff, but he was dominant. Yeah. And I'm actually still surprised that they lost to the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, if you have Harden or Kyrie out there healthy – yeah. You're winning that game because of Kevin Durant. But also, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Giannis uh, does this season. Is Does he have, like, a newfound confidence that he's an NBA champ? Is he going to have, like, his Kobe takeover moment?
1: That is a good question. Or is it like, yeah, we
0: won a title. We're yeah. kind of
1: complacent here. Like, with everyone mm-hmm. else on the team, not just Giannis.
0: I, I agree. It's it, It'll be interesting to see how he does respond. Because he might be like, I'm the dude now. Have all this confidence and truly take over. Or some guys get it in their head after that championship, and it's like, yeah, that was fun. Got my one. <laughs> you know, other guys, well, needed. other guys are just striving for the next one. LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. It's like, I can't wait to get my next one. Like, you thought one was special. Here I come. I'm going to get the next one. So we'll see what happens. It is. Uh, there's so many good players in the NBA, though. That season, uh, well, it starts around mid-October. Yeah, it's coming up quick. But again, I'll start paying attention. <laughs> like, closely. Paying attention, we know the season starts in a little
1: bit, but I ain't watching till New Year. Like I'm just gonna be honest, I'm not paying attention to the NBA. Like I say that, but I'm just joined a fantasy basketball league. So (laughs) why? I don't. I can't say no.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Is it a free one?
1: Nope. Oh man. I'm just giving away money at this point. Like a freaking. I'm not even a charity. I don't even know.
0: No, because it's just going in your buddy's pocket. Yeah. I don't do fantasy baseball or
1: basketball. It's just so much to have up with. started to enjoy fantasy baseball because I ended up getting third this year out of my league. Yeah. Just team choked at the end. You hate to see. It. But I'll take third. Didn't did didn't have to spend any money. Didn't have to lose any money.
0: It's all good. Oh, there you go. Money back for third. <laughs> exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And then have to use
0: it again for Basketball is uh, a little bit easier because you can set like a weekly lineup. The thing is, though,
1: ring. is like if you got a guy like fucking Kyrie who plays on a Monday and then goes, going to my sister's birthday party, I won't <laughs> see you till next Wednesday, your lineup's set for the week. And you're like, yeah. what the hell?
0: Yeah, so, but daily lineups are so hard.
1: Yeah, because you like that and that's what it is for bait, the baseball league that I'm in and you have to pay attention every single day. And oh, if yeah. you hop in on a Saturday and you're like I'm going to start like I mean honestly that's how you win a baseball
0: league. Yeah. It's cuz there are going to be a couple guys who are paying attention to it daily. And then there are other guys who are like, I'll check it every and once there was in only a while. Four of us this year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you got third. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Still pretty good,
1: yeah. But if you ain't first, you
0: you're last. So that's it. Yeah, get them next time. Uh, that is it for us today, though. We'll be back tomorrow with more uh, football talk. Maybe doing some power rankings. Maybe getting into the NBA. Like I hope Ben Simmons gets traded today. That would be nice. And then we get to talk more NBA. I, I'll be paying attention to the highlights and the goings on in the NBA. <laughs> I won't be watching games until after Christmas, but don't forget about our great sponsor at Manscaped. You know what? Maybe you're uh, not a big football fan. Maybe it's time to trim a little basketball in there. It's almost playoff baseball time. A little baseball. You get fancy with Go it. all three, all three oh, or that would be cool. A football, a basketball, and then a baseball bat. But we know what the bat is. Okay, yeah. What I'm dropping. Um, I am. <laughs> hitting dingers, bub. (laughs) That's it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow.